Myrtle and welcome to the Continents Fighter Podcast. After winning our silver award at the British Podcast Awards last summer, we have now launched merch. This merch consists of three hoodies in sky blue, navy blue and pink with sassy, feisty and fearless written across them. To find out more about these hoodies and how they look, you can head over to my Instagram at The Confidence Fighter. The final order date is Thursday the 24th. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello and today I'm so pleased to have Claire Farm as my special guest on The Confidence Fighter. Claire, can you tell us a bit about yourself and your story? Yes, thank you for having me on. Um, so, uh, as I said, my name's Claire Farum. I am an England lacrosse player. Um, I started playing lacrosse when I was about nine years old at my primary school. Um, I just fell in love with the sport, absolutely loved it, um, and then played at my local club. Then from there, eventually sort of worked my way up through um, county and regional um, and eventually played um, for England and I'm training now at the moment for the World Cup which is next year um, in Towson, Maryland in the USA and um, also hopefully going to try and get a spot on the GB team as well. We're in a training squad at the moment um, but that'll be for the World Games which is after that which is the next spot for the Olympics so that's really exciting. Who or what inspires you? Well, I'm very lucky to um, have some amazing teammates, obviously, um, at England. I think um, they inspire me on a day-to-day basis. We have a WhatsApp group that we share and we all post our like training photos and inspiration on there. Um, so that's a big source of inspiration for sure. Um, but I think ultimately um, my family really inspire me as well. Um, I come from quite a sporty family and growing up, um, it was always, you know, a very competitive environment. And I think that really helped shape who I am um, as an athlete and as a person, really. So they definitely inspire me. Um, and also my fiance as well is very inspirational to me. He does the same thing. He's very competitive um, and driven. Um, so, yeah, lots, lo- lucky to have lots of people in my life that inspire me. When you're not feeling confident, what do you do and what do you tell yourself? Uh, when I'm feeling less confident, I find that music really helps me. So um, I like to just put put a good song on, a really upbeat track um, and try and focus on um, what's going well rather than what's going badly. Um, but I think ultimately um, in my head, I sort of tell myself, you know, at my age, being a bit more sort of experienced, you kind of understand that things go wrong regardless. So, you know, you've just got to kind of ride the wave a little bit. Um, so I usually tell myself, you've been here before, you know how to get out of this rut um, and kind of plan that way rather than let myself get into too much of a, a downward spiral. I very much um, kind of use self-talk to sort of pull me out of it in my head, of course, not out loud. <laughs> Are there times when you've wanted to give up lacrosse? Um, luckily, no, like I've always um, loved lacrosse and it's not something that I've ever wanted to give up. Um, the worst case scenario for me as an athlete, I think, is probably, you know, not being able to play the sport you love. So, you know, injury or deselection, things like that. Um, 
obviously that happens more at the elite level, not being able to play because you haven't been picked. Um, but in t- for the 2017 World Cup, I wasn't selected to play for England in the World Cup. Um, and that was a big blow for me, probably the furthest, well, the closest I've got to sort of, you know, questioning why I'm doing this. But ultimately, I think the overriding feeling for me is that I love the game. I love the people that I play it with. So why wouldn't I carry on? So I don't think I've ever really felt like I want to give up lacrosse ever, which is hopefully quite a good thing. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I've not really been in that situation. Can you tell us a bit about the World Championships? Yes. So it's very exciting. I think we've, so the last world championships was in 2017, which was actually in Surrey in England, um, which is a really amazing event. The England team um, managed to come third in the world. So they won the bronze medal um, in a really exciting overtime win against Australia. So we're heading out to the um, 2022 world championships that's been delayed a year because of COVID. Um, and we're really excited to hopefully medal again. And um, that's what we're looking for. We're going for gold. Um, but yeah, it's just a really exciting event. Obviously, an opportunity to play on the world stage. Um, and yeah, these competitions take place every four years. So it's, you know, not not often that these opportunities come around. Um, so we're competing against the best teams in the world. Um, our ranking at the last World Cup means that we um, stay in that top division. So we play against the best players in the world. Um, so you've got like Australia, Canada, um, USA, lots lots of amazing, incredible teams that we're going to play against. Um, and hopefully we can, um, you know, do better than we did last time. That's That's the main goal. How much training do you do every week? Um, so I train a lot during the week. Um, I have sort of two days off at different points during the week because obviously it's really important to rest your body as well as train. Um, but I do sort of two speed sessions. So they're kind of sprint, sprint based work. Um, I do two weight sessions. So that's sort of going into the gym and lifting up heavy things and putting them down. Um, and I also do, uh, obviously my own training I have sort of two lacrosse training sessions a week and then matches on Sundays um so obviously some of some of those days I'm training twice a day on occasion um but for the most part it's um once a day I think there's only two days or one day that I have double sessions um but yeah it's very busy um and obviously balancing that with work as well because lacrosse isn't professional sadly yet hopefully that will change in the future um but yeah it's a very busy schedule what advice would you give to your 13 year old self if you could go back in time that's a good question um I think ultimately I would say work hard and be nice to people I think that's the only thing that you can really do and I think as long as you're giving your best effort in everything that you do you can't really ask for more than that Um, and I think being nice to people is just a given I think the good things happen to nice people so it's really important to always remember you know basic things like consideration for other people's feelings and being polite and always showing up with a smile I think those things go a really long way um so yeah, that would be my advice. I don't know if my 13-year-old self would listen to me, but there we go. <laughs> Why isn't lacrosse an Olympic sport? So hopefully it soon will be. Um, 
we're hoping that in 2028 in Los Angeles, that lacrosse potentially will come into the Olympics, but will be in a slightly different format to um, what what we all know at the moment. So it will be in the six a side format. So rather than 10 a side, which is what the World Championships is in. Um, so the GB team that are training for the World Games are training as a six a side group. Um, and hopefully the World Games is sort of an entry competition where they try out the sport, see if people like it. And then hopefully that will mean that it gets put into um, the Los Angeles Olympics. Um, so that's just a really exciting opportunity for us to showcase the six-a-side format um, and all the excitement that comes with it. It's a much faster um, game with it being a smaller field and less players, lots more space. Um, yeah, so that's something that's really exciting. Um, and hopefully we'll see. I'm hoping to see lots of Putney High School girls playing in the Olympics in the future, but we'll see. <laughs> Going back to the World Championships, how are you preparing this year? Um, so sticking to all our training, obviously, that I just talked about, the, um, you know, lots of speed, weights, running sessions um, and just lo- playing lots of lacrosse. Um, the squad as a whole the England team are going to meet up a lot more um, and be uh, training on a regular basis together which is obviously really important in the lead up Um, but there's also some fun aspects to that as well such as um, you know team bonding exercises and things like that because it's just as important to be you know well well gelled off the field as well as it is on so we're really excited for that Um, and lots of fundraising as well um, because we are an amateur sport we're trying to get um, word out there and trying to um, you know get as many people interested in you know sponsorship and um, you know our fundraising events that we do as well which is you know another aspect that you know people don't think about as much uh, if you're professional um, so that's something that we're working towards. What's the scariest thing you've ever done? playing lacrosse at a really high level for me sometimes feels quite scary in the sense that you invest yourself a lot in what you do so you put in a lot of time a lot of money a lot of um you know effort into everything that you do and knowing that actually you know you might not get picked for a tournament or you know a um event it could be that you get injured. You know, you're investing a lot, a lot into what you do, not knowing that what the outcome will be. So I think that aspect of it for me is quite scary. Um, but in terms of actual thrill-seeking, adrenaline rush events, I think I've not really done loads of them. Have you got a favourite inspirational quote? Um, hmm. yes, I do. So I have a serious one and a funny one. So my serious one is pressure makes diamonds, because I think it's really important to remember that, you know, when you're under pressure, that's when you're improving and that's when you're getting better. So I think that's something that I think is very important. Um, But my kind of funny one that I've always thought is a really good quote is if you want to make an omelette, you've got to break some eggs. (laughs) so it just means sort of you have to be able to make sacrifices and do things that you don't want to do in order to get the end result um I think it's kind of a light-hearted way of saying you know let's crack on you know we can do this um you just gotta gotta be able to make those sacrifices and get on with things what would your final piece of advice be 
My final piece of advice would be make sure that you always have fun in everything that you do because it's so important. I think regardless of what you're doing, what's, whether it's sport, music, drama, whatever it is that you're into, like as long as you're enjoying it, um, that's the most important thing. Um, and you should you should just take you know everything you can like with both hands anything that you enjoy doing just keep doing it and keep loving it um and just really get get stuck in and get passionate about it would be my advice thank you so much for talking to me today that's okay thank you so much for listening if you've enjoyed this episode of the confidence fighter and you're using Apple Podcasts, I would really appreciate a rating and review because this means other young girls can find this podcast more easily. Don't forget to subscribe. See you next time.